Hello. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Hello and welcome to Star Wars Rant Podcast. No, this is not Brian Seddon, although I do have Brian with me. Uh, this is Jacob Furlow. I am joined by... <laughs> Brian Seddon. Brian Seddon. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as easy as it looks, is it? It's because you keep looking at me. <laughs> well, we're sitting across <laughs> from each other. What do you want, where do you want me to look? Look up at the ceiling. <laughs> you put a lot of pressure on me. Yeah. Um, um, all right, take it over, Brian. Okay. All right. hey, thanks for uh, joining us, Star Wars Red Podcast. We apologize for not having the episode out last week. Unfortunately, when we went to edit, or when I went to edit, um... Things happened, and, and the whole recording just got destroyed and deleted, never to return. Um, and it's unfortunate. Uh, it was a good episode. It was it was by far, um, you know, my best performance. Oh, please. <laughs> no. So in, in reality, what happened is Brian got so greatly outshone by my amazing yes, yes. podcasting abilities that right. he listened to a few minutes of it later that night, realized that he just stunk up the show. And then promptly deleted the whole thing yeah. for forever. No, that is, that is not true. But um, it is unfortunate because episode three, which we'll talk about a little bit, was spectacular. Yeah. So um, in that episode that no one will ever get to hear now, we reviewed episode three. We also talked some breaking news. And I, for the life of me, I can't even remember what we talked about. Me neither. Aside from me episode neither. three now. So and it's not so much news anymore at this point. Um, so here's the deal tonight. We're going to record, um, or we are recording, but we're going to go over episode three again, um, because we've not put that out officially now and, um, and episode four. Right. We'll um, get our scores for episode three. Correct. And we may, um, you know, if we have time, maybe we'll jump into some newsy type stuff. I'm, I'm not sure. Do you but, have any um, newsworthy type no, stuff? No, I have a couple uh, things, okay. but I want to, uh, I don't know how long this thing's going to be. I don't know at what point people stop listening to the podcast. So By now we're gonna Yeah, we're yeah. going to hit three and four, and then if we have some time after, you know, I might bring a, a few things up. I'm going to, I'm going to say two things here real quick before we get into this. Okay. One is, um, like our Facebook page, it's Star Wars Ramp Podcast on Facebook. Just type that in there. Um, you know, like, like anything else that we've done so far, the content we've put out, it's not been very good. Um, <laughs> but, uh, we know it. <laughs> so it's not been updated very much. We're not much. trying to improve either. <laughs> but, uh, I do want to get that thing going, um, get it updated, uh, more regularly, but also, you know, Jacob and I are part of a text thread with a few other Star Wars fans and some, you know, basically like three other people. And, uh. Besides ourselves. Right. But uh, it's a pretty active thread. Um, but I'd like to, to do something similar on Facebook, maybe even build a group on our page, so on and so forth. But, uh, you know, for now, go over, like the page. We're going to get that thing up and going here over the next few weeks. All right, the other thing I, <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I want to bring up is Patreon. Jacob, are you familiar with Patreon? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let me explain it to you. It's where people give us money. <laughs> no. In that case. Yeah, so um, not, not so much in, in, in that regard anyway. But uh, I think most everybody's familiar with Patreon if you are listening to podcasts. That's something we're going to get up and going. Obviously, there's if you're familiar with it, there's different tiers that you can sign up for. And maybe you get like a dollar a month or two dollars a month or something like that. And and for that you get extra content. And so we're gonna <laughs> relax. Okay. I'm gonna work on the. I mean, extra we can't content. even get the content going weekly. <laughs> you delete no, our content. 
Uh, we're but gonna, for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to put together some extra content, or at least I am. Um, and maybe I'll, I'll get some other people to help as well. Um, but uh, if you if you sign up for that, you'll, you'll get th- that extra content. But the point of it is, the whole reason I want us to start a Patreon page is because one of the things I do want us to get for the podcast is a soundboard. And what a soundboard would allow us to do is to insert audio clips as we're actually recording. Right. Um, if for some reason we have a guest, uh, we can I can actually have them record their audio on, you know, it comes through the soundboard on my, my same recording. Which, so it just it's going to help the podcast just be a little more professional, a little easier, and, and we'll be able to do things that we just really aren't set up to do at this point. Right. They're not very expensive. Um, they're only like 150 bucks, I think, for like an, an average. So it's not like this money is going to go to feed your... Big right, Mac no. addiction. It would, <laughs> it would go right to the uh, to the podcast for the soundboard. Once we raise enough for that, we would announce it, let everybody know, and then we would move on to something else podcast related or for the podcast. So I like yeah. that. Um, so look, be on the lookout for that over the next couple of weeks. But I did want to just kind of throw that out there. All right, let's jump into Mandalorian. Chapter three, episode chapter three. Right, the child. Before we get into that, the child. What is it? The sin. The sin. The sin. Which do you know when you watch episode three? What the sin is? What the sin is? Um, that's a good question. Going against the guild is really the only thing that I could kind of. I mean, I I took it as when he first let the child go, like that was the sin. Yeah. Um. I guess that makes more sense. Got or you could say, like you said, or going against the guild, what could be another sin, right? right. A guild sin. The Man- Mandalorians all coming out at once instead of, you know, like uh, pre Vizsla or one of the Vizslas, whichever Vizsla it was yeah. that we saw in episode three had stated that. Paz? Uh, Wasn't it Paz? Maybe Paz, yeah. Had stated that um, we got to go out one by one and hide, and then they all came out. Yeah. You know, maybe that was the sin. There's a few things that you can kind of look to and be like, oh, that's that's breaking a code there, that Mandalorian code with coming out in multiple Mandalorians. Can... No, I think the Jedi yeah. Guild code. I think the sin was more related to just dropping him off in the first place. Baby Yoda, the child. Right. So I'll say it's one of the two. That's a good question. It's it's either giving the child away in the first place, and so it's kind of a sin against. Who he is probably and what he's been through in his life, and obviously he had some issues with that. You could right. see through the episode, yeah. Um, and you could you could probably also say he also you know there was a sin there against the guild because he he did the right thing, right? Um, that's interesting. Yeah, so I thought point. it was a yeah. you know um, an interesting title to the episode. And, you know, I didn't really think about it too much until I think maybe the third or fourth time I went through it, which is last, you know, last yeah. week. I watched episode four and I was like, and I don't want to get into episode four, but I'm just kind of explaining the context here of, of what made me think of the title of episode three. As I watched episode four, we'll get into it. Was not my favorite? So I wanted to kind of go back and watch episode three because it was right. definitely my favorite. Um and just, you know, seeing, seeing it a few times and then looking at the title again, it made me wonder, well, what exactly in that, you know, 30-minute um, episode or whatever it was, was the was the sin? So, um, and something else that I wanted to get into as well was, well, this was from episode two, The Child. 
uh, we saw we saw baby Yoda use the force and this is something I asked you last week that has gone forever is does baby Yoda using the force there kind of diminish Yoda in some of his capabilities because it um, speaks more to not so much Yoda's ability or force strength as much as just what that species is and that that species is just extra strong in the force. Right. So there's, <clears throat> so there's that thought of, okay, well, does everybody, this does all these members of this species have the force because we've only seen three and all three of them had the force. Right. But, you know, did, did Yaddles, now we didn't see her use the force, but we obviously know she had it. Yeah, she was on the Jedi Council. Does that so. diminish Yoda at all? Good point. Yeah, I didn't throw that at you. Yeah, you week, didn't. But, that yeah. is a good point. Right. And, you know, and I realized, so we, you know, we don't know. And also. But but Yaddle was trained. Yaddle was probably taken correct. in as a youngling and trained in the ways of the force. And this yeah. baby Yoda, obviously. Well, that doesn't matter anymore. If we've learned anything from new Star Wars stories that uh, you don't have to be trained to be able to use the force, i.e. Ray. Um. Yeah, right. She wasn't trained to use the Force, but she at least knew about it. She knew some things about the Force. Did she? Well, yeah, I think so, because in um, Force no, Awakens, no, when... No, be kind of explained to her. Han kind of explains it to her on the Millennium Falcon. She had bit. to have some and she had backstory. The, and she had the Force reaction to the lightsaber to where... M- Maz, to where Maz tells her a little bit right, about the Force. but nobody gave her... Tra- I'm not saying they gave her training, training but she right. knew about it. She knew some she of knew the capabilities. Was, because yeah. when Kylo said, you know, when he was going after her, you, you need a trainer to, you know, show you right. how to use the Force or something, she kind of pauses and is like, oh, the Force. Like, it comes back to her. And she right. concentrates yeah. and then proceeds to... You know, lay down the hammer on Kylo a little bit. So, but Baby Yoda doesn't know anything about the Force, and we saw. But him we use don't it. know if he's been alive for fifty years, and I, I realize he's a baby. Okay, there you we, go. So, <laughs> right, continue. <laughs> I guess it's a baby. What do they do? <laughs> Maybe you know, Mama and Papa were reading Baby Force stories, and it's just like a natural reaction that he <laughs> yeah, lifted I mean, that mud horn. Know. There's some things that I don't have to teach my kid. You know, well, that's what I'm saying. I don't have to teach him to to cry when he wants something to eat, or to to to. I mean, I'm just gonna to like potty himself. Right? I mean, like he could. This is a natural function of his body. Now, I teach him how the proper way to do it, uh, but it's a natural function of his body, and so you know, so maybe. Well, that yeah. So that's what I'm saying. With this, is perhaps this species is. But just... so we don't know that we don't. I hope it's not that where all these – anyone from that species is just automatically has a force. And, and this is the conversation we got into last week where um, – because the whole thing was – and I know everybody hates it, but the midichlorians, that – you know, the amount of those that you have in your uh, blood or whatever is what determines how force – how sensitive you are to the force right. or how powerful you can be or are in the force. Um and so, so I guess the assumption then would be, okay, well, all these just have this high amount, but, um, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be a fan of that. Um, I don't, I don't think I would not be a fan. I, I do kind of like the idea. I think that's something somewhat 
really untouched is that this species is, you know, stronger in the forest. Certain species are more are, are better suited for certain things that we've seen throughout Star Wars, I feel like. Yeah. And for whatever Yoda's species is to be more Force-sensitive, I would ne- wouldn't necessarily have a problem with that, other than it just kind of makes Yoda, in my head, a little bit less special. Because it's not really Yoda the person, it's really his species that kind of gives him the leg up. Right. But, so I'll say two things. And, and one of these I said last week when uh, we lost the recording. But, um, you know, one of the things that makes Yoda unique is, well, it's more than one thing. But, you know, obviously his wisdom that he has. Mm-hmm. Right? He's been alive for over, you know, 900 years. And so he's gained a lot of wisdom. And you see that through the movies. Um, as well as, you know, his position within the Jedi and the Council and all that. I mean, he's kind of risen to that occasion and so the, the other point I would make is, so, you know, even if somebody has, let's say this baby Yoda has a high, let's assume he has a high midichlorian count, right? So he's able to use the force, but he'll only get so far with it. In other words, you know, he has to actually take the right steps to really develop the force. So for instance, when Anakin, you know, when they found Anakin, when Qui-Gon found Anakin, you know, he wanted to put him in training so that you could develop the force. You know, so there's, there's theoretically then there could be somebody with a high midichlorian count and, and maybe he is able to, to use the force to some degree, but he's really not tapping into his full potential because he's not taking that, those steps to do that. And so what, so I say that to say this, you know, perhaps Yoda is just has that much more, you know, within him to, to get to where he is currently. Does, sure. that, does that make sense? Not really. <laughs> Come on. But okay. Does that you, you follow me or I do I do to an extent, but I feel like you're kind of saying the same thing that I'm saying, but just in a different way. Well, no, because you're saying, well, you yeah, know, that, it makes Yoda less special. I'm but, saying that Yoda has makes, a leg up, and you're kind of saying the same thing, but he took the next step. Well, but you're saying he's less special now, though. Um. Well, not not less special as a character. I don't love him any less as a character, yeah. but but perhaps a little bit less special in his force abilities. Does that make do you understand what I'm saying? But, we, but you don't know if this baby, or he will even use Seattle, you know, rises to the same occasion as Yoda. You know, develops their force abilities as much as Yoda eventually did. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, I understand. So therefore, I, understand what I would you're say saying. to this that Yoda point, had to Yoda is still special because, you know, to where he's developed himself. Right. Within the force, okay. Um, so yeah. on, so while, so I'm getting off topic here because you, while you were talking no, about Yoda, fine. something came up to my head yeah. or, or something jumped force in my head ba- that force I force babies. No, no, no. Oh, that's something <laughs> else that came while you were droning on trying to uh, make Yoda special. Um, a couple things popped in my head. One, in episode, this is just a question that I've kind of always had, and I feel like yeah. you probably have the answer. Oh, but I wasn't doing a Star Wars. I that. wasn't doing a Star Wars podcast like 15 years ago when I okay. when this question yeah, arose. So in episode two, Attack of the Clones, yeah. when we see Yoda use the lightsaber for the first time, <clears throat> yeah. and I think no one really knew that he had that capability. Everyone kind of always thought of him as having different type of force powers, where he didn't need to he didn't need to wield a lightsaber yeah. in that way. I was okay with it. I thought I honestly did think it looked cool. It's 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 fun to watch the idea of him using it. Um, and this is why is because and even the first time I watched um, episode two Attack of the Clones, 
you know, he's just jumping all over the place. Yeah, it's hard to see, actually. You know, um, and then right after, he force pulls his little cane and starts grunting walking again. Yeah. Do you have a, a why that is? I mean, well, if don't he they can... make the – so this was when he fought Dooku, right? Right, correct. Don't they make the comment – doesn't Dooku make the comment that they're not going to be able to settle this with the Force and they have to move to a lightsaber duel? Because of Correct. Powers yes, or he does. Their power. So yep. I think that's so that's story wise. That's your reasoning why you know he didn't fight him with the force. No, no, I understand that. Okay, marketing wise or, or or I'm wondering wh- how he has the ability to to do all these crazy um, okay. agility type moves and. with a lightsaber in his hand, fighting Count Dooku, okay. but then has to walk with the cane. Uh, I think it's I think it's one of those things, maybe where he just uses it when he has to. I mean, he is old, and so, you know, I think it's one of those things where he puts the cape on, does what he needs to do, and then afterwards he's you know. So unlike Anakin, who really kind of in Obi Wan, who's in the you know really the prime of their life and have that physical capability. I don't think he's yeah. I don't think he's. The physical physical I don't capability think he could keep it up is what no you're right that's your water oh, sorry I don't think he could uh, keep that that pace up okay. which I mean that's that's kind of what I thought it was just always weird <laughs> I, to that's watch. what I'm assuming I don't know for sure but I would assume then he does what he needs to do as long as he can do it and needs to do it but you know he he's not going to have that same stamina that uh, you know somebody younger is going to have that can just keep going with that. All right. You, I mean, thanks for that's, nothing, that's really. Nice. <laughs> what are you <laughs> right. talking about? I mean, it's fine. I answered your question. You, I answered okay. it as far as soon as Dooku said, we're not going to be able to settle this with the force. Has, have you ever had this conversation with anyone else? Has anyone no. ever poised that question to you? Because no. to me, it seems like a... Dumb question? No. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a, a fairly obvious question that might arise after you watch Why that he scene. Use the f- He's literally oh. jumping off yeah. the walls. Why is he still... And then... Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, with no, his cane, that sound noises. did not come across like no. I wanted it to. No, um, uh. that's <laughs> this is getting worse. All right, yeah, I, I, I think he uses what he, I think he uses his physical abilities when he needs to. And who knows? Part of that could be, I mean, that's just theorized. Maybe he is some of that is him using the force. Um, in his decrepit body right. to to do those things, like as we well. saw, you know, we saw. And Luke. so, hang on. So let me finish that thought. It, I, that's sorry, probably. Brian. I'm sorry. That <laughs> probably is part of it. Now that I think about it, he's use, he could be using the force to summon the strength to do those things. And obviously, he's not going to keep using the force just to to keep to walking move from down point A to point B. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So that probably, as we've developed this, makes more sense to okay. me now. Plot hole filled. Yeah. All right. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, Ding. Uh, so then, um, all right. So again, that, that question just came up since we were talking about Yoda. So kind of back to episode three. And uh, I mean, do we want to get into the episode? Or what are we doing now? You just. Do you want to get into episode four now? No, three. Yeah, I thought we would go back to episode three. We were talking about episode oh, okay. three. Yoda came up because of oh, baby we, Yoda. I don't know if we want to talk about the episode now. Three? <laughs> That's that's that's. I mean, the plan. go through it. Oh, you want to go through the whole thing? A little bit, no. Let her rip, tater chip. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I keep sticking against my water. I wish you'd stop. It's not. All right. So where is your water? Huh? It's down there. Oh. So on the episode three, um, you know, and we're not going to sit here and go through the whole thing because we've already done that. 
nobody heard, got to hear it, though. But, we heard it. Well, <laughs> we enjoyed it. By far, you know, <clears throat> we'll hit the scores at the end again, but um, best episode by far. Hands uh, down. To that point, right? Yeah, episode three. Yeah, best, best episode. Um, it was directed by Deborah Chow. So we talked a little bit about that. Did we, and we did talk about what we said about it, though. Uh, well, no, I mean, as far as the only thing we really talked about last week that's gone forever is is what 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 Deborah Chow has oh, yeah. on her plate yeah. upcoming, and that's the Obi Wan series, right? And she's also going to do episode seven of. Um, of yeah, the I, I heard this. It's the same order. So who did one, two, and three is doing five, six, and seven. Four, you know, was Bryce Dallas Howard. Five, six, and seven is the oh, same yeah. folks who did yeah, one, right. two, and three. Correct. The last ones that uh, Tiaikiwati. Yes, exactly. Um, so there you go. So, so we see the Mandalorian come and, and he delivers the child, um, baby Yoda. Um, he gets twenty bars of Biscar. One of the things we talked about, which I'll bring up again, one of the Easter eggs was the crate that the held right. Biscar was seen on Cloud City. The guy running with the ice cream maker, right? And I can't remember his name now. I had it last. I saw week. it today too, but um, but they so that's kind of cool. You know, that's what he that so back in Cloud City when they're evacuating and Empire Strikes Back, that's what that was. Yeah, he was rolling out with some safe, goods in there, a space safe, not Rocky Road. Right, so um, so that was a good that was a good callback, a good Easter egg. A lot of good callbacks in noticed. this show. Um, but uh, we see he delivers the child, and he and he. We talked a little bit about what the sin is, and he kind of starts to break the code a little bit, even there where he asks, you know, what are you going to do with the child? And we see the client say, you know, hey, I thought we just, I thought I just paid you more or less. Right. And that's not something you should be asking. Yeah, he's like, you know, what? A, yeah. What an unusual question right. after receiving commission and and full salary or whatever that that question would arise. And then he kind of, which I'm sure you get into, he kind of uh, throws some shade. Yeah. So he, and I can't remember. I don't know if I remember the exact wording, but he said uh, he said uh, Mandalorians are hard to find. That's why he had the job. Uh, best car, steel, you know, just plenty of more or less something like that. Yeah. But it's, but yeah, basically, hey, the thing we stole from you, we have a lot of that, but we killed a lot of your people. Is the way I I do yeah, that. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, <clears throat> but uh, then you see, you know, the Mandalorian goes to uh, his coven, 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 coven. <sighs> I don't. I don't know. Coven. Is I, what it's I think called. we were saying Coven or Coven last it's week. It's a Coven. Oh, okay. I, I felt like when because when I watched episode three again um, over the weekend, I, I felt like they he called it something different or it sounded different than than Coven. No, I'm pretty sure it's Coven. All right. Well, we'll roll with what the uh, Fuhrer says here. Yeah. So Coven um, goes there, turns in the steel to. Uh, we the, don't know this person's name. We don't no. know anything about well, her. She, she seems has to be the adopt. she seems to be the leader of the clan. Yeah, right? I agree. Uh, oddly enough, she's always in the same exact place. Um, just, I mean, making steel all day long, making armor. I don't know what she's and doing. And providing there. words of wisdom. Yeah, and so uh, she sees all that and um, begins to have that conversation with him, where you know. Um, well, she tells him that this amount of Baskar, you know, you know, he says like my armor is compromised. I need a no a, a new full set. Right. And she tells him, you know, we can do that. Um, yeah, you're gonna have a lot of eyes on you. Yeah, you're gonna have a lot of eyes um, on you. He doesn't want to take a. Uh, it's escaping me. The mudhorn signet. Correct. The um, signet because he didn't uh, kill the mudhorn by himself. She right. said, "Who helped you?" He said, "I had help. Who helped you?" Uh, my enemy. Right. And then she says, why would your enemy help you? And he says, 
it didn't know it was my enemy, Great which that line. was like, yeah, it was, it was gripping. Yeah. And, and, uh, we, you know, we, I talked a little bit before the most heartbreaking moment of that whole episode was when you see the little baby Yoda, like scooting off into the doctor's chamber or whatever. Well, yeah, and he turns and he around and, turns looks at and looks, gives us the over the shoulder yeah. look, you know, like, uh, that, that was pretty sad. Um, but so as he's, uh, as he's talking to the, to the boss lady, clan lady, coven lady, coven lady. Um, they're talking about the armor. So we, we can obviously verify now, which, which we kind of went back and forth, not knowing everything about Mandalorians that, yeah, their, their armor is very high tech. Right. Um, but, uh, they decide on, you know, let's, let's get our, uh, he needs to get his armor redone basically. Right. And, and, uh, instead of taking a signet, he got the whistling birds. Right. Um, and he donated some to the more to foundlings. foundlings. Can I yeah. say something interesting? Did you did you listen to RFR's most uh, episode no, about I'm this? Not. So uh, I think they had a caller come in, uh, come in. Yeah. But foundlings, um, the theory that they kind of uh, poised on that show, are basically. Okay, I don't want to give a spoiler here. Okay, but but so, so this this is not based in any form of reality whatsoever. Much like ninety percent of what I say, but foundlings is a child that was found. So you have youngling, yeah, right? Which I, I would agree with that because because once you get into the four, you kind of you kind of pick up a little more of that sure, story. Right. Um, and and you know, it's very possible that the Mandalorians now are they're recruiting yeah. through through orphans. Correct. Not necessarily Mandalorians. Is orphans. this news like out there <coughs> oh, common? Uh, I don't know if it's common. I, I did read because I was I was researching a little bit more about Mandalorian history. You know, the Mandalorians aren't necessarily like a, a certain race. Maybe at some point they started that way, but it's really just anybody that kind of takes the culture on mm-hmm. and, it, and adheres to the culture becomes a Mandalorian. Kind of like you know, if you wanted to be a Buddhist or something like that, right. if you take on the whatever they do in their mantra of Buddhism, you can be Buddhist. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Regardless of what I, race I understand you are. what yeah. you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, we see the fight then between um, between Mando and some of the other Mandalorians in there. They uh, they're upset. The one big guy who is a um, a uh, Vizsla, uh, said, and that's that's obviously a callback to Clone Wars and even Rebels. Um, says. You know, you're you've gotten this money that you know Beskar. the best car that was you know has the Empire signet on it, and this was this is basically essentially kind of like blood money, right? Mm-hmm. This was stolen during the purge, so on and so forth. Um, and they start to get into a little bit of a scuffle. Right. Uh, you see them take their vibra blades out. Right. I think is what those are called. Remember, and uh, begin to scuffle. And then the lady clan lady says, "Knock it off. Sit down." And this is the way. Yeah, this is the way. Did you take your helmet off, though? It came up. Correct. And that's where we found out that they are not supposed to take off their helmets. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that and that plays a role. I think will kind of probably be a reoccurring theme. Seems but, like it. But we did get another, like you just mentioned here, another um, uh, saying, right? Right. This is the way we had. I have spoken. Um, but uh, and we we see that again in episode four. This is the way. Yeah. But uh, but so so the part where it gets interesting, more so interesting, is where she starts to make him his armor, and he begins to have more flashbacks um, of the same scene where he's you know this town is being blown up, um, gets put in the barrel. But what you see or the chest or whatever that is, right? Um, 
you see somebody opens it and it's a battle droid. Right. Um, but then the battle droid gets destroyed. Um, oh, you also see the parents get destroyed. Not right. see them, but you, as soon as it closes, there's that blast. And so they're dead. Yeah. And then it opens up and there's a battle droid. But somebody takes out the battle droid. And now, and I have to say it now because, you know, we're going to talk about four anyway. You would assume then that it's, it's, it's possibly a Mandalorian. Right. That took out the right, that, battle droid. That took out the battle droid and, and took him in and raised him. Right. Right. Because um, he would have been about the same age, you know, when they stuck him in that little bunker as, as the kids he kind of pointed to in episode four. You know, right. that was the last time I've, I was seen without my, my armor on, my helmet on. Yep. So, um, so anyways, fast forward. Uh, he gets his armor, goes to the bar, finds out that everybody um, had a fob. And, um, yeah. And so, you know, and that was part of where, um, oh, we, we missed it. When he went to talk to the client, he asked the client who, um, how many did he send? Or did oh, he you're send talking about your kudos yeah. for and having so it, right? I didn't get my kudos. I thought about it a few seconds yeah. ago. Yeah. So I was definitely right on yep. their last episode. I didn't get to, to have my moment here because we had to do this re-recording. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so the yeah, client Brian was right. He called it in yeah. a couple different ways. Not only did the client send out multiple uh, bounty hunters to try to retrieve Baby Yoda, um, and you'll get to it in a minute, I'm sure. Yeah, gave but, an order to terminate. Yeah, terminate. Clearly, right. to them to terminate. It seems like the Mando had the only order to bring in alive. Right. Um, or and like you had terminate. said, maybe the only reason that happened is because. Uh, well, no, that's not true because he he uh, didn't really change his mind into terminate until after the doctor came in right so, so yeah. um so and then, you know we had this debate about we never looked that up i'm gonna bring it up because i still probably right what uh so grief carga is that his name yeah um carl weathers yeah here's here's Chubs. some more bounties he wants to get as far away as oh, he can. Oh, that's right. This one pops up, and it's yeah. uh It's, it's Akbar's son. Uh, yeah, you it's think it's... It's Amon Calmari. You think it's Akbar's son. I don't think it is, because I'm pretty sure they said something about royalty. We're gonna, I don't think they said royalty. They did. I think they said... They um, uh, I can't remember. I don't... Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe he did say person of royalty. <laughs> but I, I, I just But I, I could remember. still be wrong. It could be, but I don't think it is. Um so we're we're gonna And we're I gonna, could be wrong. I'm not saying it for sure is Akbar's yeah, son, but it'd it be is. a cool tie in since we know yeah. Akbar's son is in Rise of Skywalker. But uh But you know, again when we watch episode four, you know, that's not where he's headed, you know. Right. He does a, take the puck though with him, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. So true. he takes that puck, but uh he leaves. Um oh, but he asked Cargo what what's gonna happen to the kid. Mm-hmm. Um he says, you know, that's again, that's that's not our business. You right. know, that's not how we operate. Um, if you're really yeah. concerned about it, and this part was interesting to me, if you're really concerned about it, you could go to the core and report it to the New Republic. And he more or less says, you know, that's he, a joke. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, exactly what he yeah. said. Is you, no, I think he says you must be kidding. Right. And so that's uh, the New Republic then. This is, again, after Return of the Jedi. So you start to see this, this world building here of yeah. – very this good. New Republic, in where he kind of mentions it's a joke, right? right. And it happens even more in, the, in you know the episode where we're coming to, where Cara Dune's talking about yeah. uh, talking about stuff. They're really doing a good job of kind of just. I mean, I don't need uh, 15 minutes of dialogue right. of what happened. Just you can in, piece it yeah, together a little exactly. bit, and they're doing a really good job yeah. in just a few few seconds, few yeah, a little bit of dialogue bit back of and forth. Filling us in and what's yeah. happened in the last few years since yeah. we saw Death Star Number Two go down. Yep. Um, <clears throat> All right, and so, we, you know, we also saw, you know, they're in there that um, 
uh, grief, Carl Weathers Chubbs is is a pretty happy guy as well and fairly wealthy because he got yeah, himself a couple yeah. bars of the best guard there. Right, which best. we mentioned, we felt like maybe he didn't Mandalorian yeah. didn't like that. A little yeah, bit. correct. Um, because that's that belongs to the Mandalorians. But that said, uh, he gets to his ship, sees that the knob's gone off his lever, right? Um, and so that reminds him of the baby. Like I got to go get this baby now. So he goes back. Uh, we get to see him use his gun that through the scope and actually be able to have heat vision through the scope and have pick up audio. Correct. And I actually, I, I, this time I wrote it down. What they um, and the you know, and I'm sure you're going to get to it, but the yeah. client does say extract the necessary material, be done with it. Right. So, in your opinion, what is the material? I think I think it's blood containing the midichlorians. Man. So. I mean, what I else would like, you be unless no, it's I unless you're it. taking it to clone? Right, you're taking blood. So yeah, it could either be something with the force and midichlorians, or it could be just blood to, to do cloning, which which probably is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, that would I be find mixed it in hard to well. believe. But what would be the purpose of cloning them if you weren't trying to get these force? You know what I mean, users. What what well, what value I, I does it have to clone a bunch of these? Uh, because the species strong in the forest. Okay, and so that yeah. could prove your point as well. So, but but yeah, I mean, it, it, I d- I find it, I would be surprised that giving the kind of negative reaction that a lot of Star Wars fans, you know, had in Episode One, hearing about the Metachlorians and kind yeah. of taking away some of that mysticism of the Force. I didn't have that much of a problem with it, like I'm sure most people did, and you just make a crappy face, so you obviously don't no, like the Metachlorians. No, I don't prefer it, but it is what it is. Yeah. I, mean, um, I would find it hard to believe that here an episode or two later, we find out they start talking about Metachlorians, and that was the whole reason that the client well, and whoever his boss is that we hear about as well um, <coughs> wanted Baby Yoda was to to extract Metachlorians. Well, I just don't is, see them being, bringing again, that back a, up It's a the George universe. Lucas thing. Uh, Dave Filoni is, is, you know, very tied in with George Lucas and he's working with Favreau on these things. And George Lucas was going to explore the midichlorians even a lot more if he had done future episodes. And so, I mean, it wouldn't shock me if, if that's what it is, it it may not be, but yeah, it wouldn't shock me, but it it would, um, because uh, I I would find it unusual, I guess. I mean, it's, look, George Lucas isn't a part of this. Dave Filoni's not George Lucas's employee anymore. Yeah. He's Kathleen Kennedy's employee. And uh, not not that they have cared a whole lot what Star Wars fans really think. And they might not care at all that the majority of Star Wars fans aren't really fans of the Metachlorians. They might throw it out there anyway. But but I do think that, that would surprise me a little bit if, like yeah. I say, we're talking Metachlorians in the next couple episodes. And that was the whole point of what started this. Yeah. So... Um, and yeah, we learned that there is another boss. Um, you know, Chad in our thread and mentioned maybe it's Palpatine. I, right. I, you know, possibly. Yeah. Dr. Know. Pershing tells the client um, he gave whoever he is explicit orders to bring it back alive. This is when, again, the client's talking about right. terminating it, terminating Baby Yoda. As I thought, like, what, so what if this is just a, a wild theory? What if. They use what if what if it was Palpatine and he tries to use that somehow? That's something that he's using to stay alive. Oh, you know that would could be a good tie-in. You got two up. You got one episode before Ride the Skywalker comes out, and then one right after. Uh, well, you know when the other the other time that they mention the Metachlorians is in Revenge of the Sith when he's explaining to Anakin the story of uh, 
Darth Plagueis, yeah. the wise, I believe he says, uses metachlorians to, he could even, what was the word that he uses, manipulate the metachlorians or something like that to keep those that we love from dying. Something like that. I believe he, I, see, I in that exchange. About, I remember talking about the Force. Maybe, um, you're right. Maybe he does say the Force and not metachlorians. I feel like somewhere in that, when they're at that kind of weird futuristic opera, um, that he... I, so, oh, no, you're right. So it says, uh, um, so this is Palpatine talking, you know, he asked Anakin, have you heard the story of Darth Plagueis? So obviously he says no, and he says, I'm not surprised. Um, and then he says, uh, I thought not, it's not a story the Jedi would tell. It's a Sith legend. Darth Plagueis was a Darth Lord, Dark Lord of the Sith, so powerful and so wise, he could use the Force to influence the midichlorians to create life. Yeah. Um, That's a good one, Brian. I feel like I, I want to, you know, a little bit of teamwork there involved. Because I, you know. <laughs> so who knows? I mean, yeah. You know, Chad, Chad actually had the, the Palpatine idea that he could be the boss. But for all we know, all right. it could just be some guy we've never even met or heard of, which it's is true. It, it could be... Um, the guy from Breaking Bad, what's his name again? Gus Fring. Right. So, it, it, you know, yeah. more than likely, it's probably him. Yeah, speaking man, I can't wait to see that character. Yeah. You know, we were just getting kind of uh, uh, a new, one of the, you know, all the characters we saw in the trailer just kind of getting dropped in piece by piece here a little bit. And right. um, as far as an actor goes, that guy was amazing in Breaking yeah. Bad, so I look forward to seeing him. See, he said, um, you know, the other thing Palpatine said is, you know, he became so powerful, the only thing he was afraid of was losing his power. Of course, he eventually did. Unfortunately, he taught his apprentice everything he knew. Then his apprentice killed him in his sleep. So, you know, Palpatine does have that knowledge because he said he taught him everything he knew. Right. So he does have that knowledge on how to sustain or, or, or Man, that would life be, or bring yeah. somebody back to life. That would be... Um fitting you know really to because then it ties into uh, you know rise of skywalker and right. we know that last episode of the mandalorian i think comes out what a, a week <clears throat> after yeah um so that would be a pretty fitting tie in there that you know that was what they were going after and it's to keep uh to keep palpatine alive right you know, so and the timeline kind of lies up too because this is you know it hasn't been yeah. that long since vader threw him down that sh- right shaft yeah all right, let's keep plowing ahead. Yeah, here, we got to go because we got still got four to go through. Um, so, yeah, the whole scenes where he comes in, you know, guns ablaze and takes everybody out. Right. Um, and then we talked a lot about that, but we're we're not going to get into. Well, the other thing I want to mention is we saw the uh, the the uh, oh, medical the, droid. Yeah. You know that I always thought that was just so odd the, in a New Hope because yeah, you the have this floating droid. droid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but with just a normal like. Needle. Needle. And, and normal, like, yeah. medicine, like, old-school-looking normal <laughs> right. shot, you know? so It's classic, though. I mean, I guess yeah. you kind of had to have that, and we would assume that would be what was taking whatever it needed out of the, the, the kid. Um, it's we did, so much easier just to handle that thing yourself and do <laughs> it. It is confirmed it's a boy, though, because he says, yep. you know, I saved him. Um, <clears throat> but uh, they got him out of there. Um, a lot of good action. We doctor's see him still alive. Yep. Uh, yeah, a lot of good action, and um, see him use the flamethrower. He gets in yeah. a bind. Have to, has to use the whistling birds. Not to we try did to get move to see the whistling too, birds too far used, along. Yeah. That was uh, and then um, and so you know we're gonna fast forward here. All the fobs get activated yeah, because great. the baby's on the move. Yep. <clears throat> so they're they're you know all the bounty yeah and we we, we kind of uh, to the baby. Uh, I guess contem- contemplated back and forth whether 
Dr. Persinger, the client, obviously, you know, knowing Mandalorian just broke yeah. in, took off with Baby Yoda, that they either activated those fobs again or the fobs possibly just because it's Baby Yoda's on the run automatically start to go off on their yeah. own. Yeah, I would think it, I think they I would think they reactivated. Yeah, it. but either way, that was a really great scene there in that like cantina bar area when the one starts going off and then yeah. kind of another and yeah. then it's just every single one in the bar is going off. Yep. Then we get the uh, the showdown right. So he's he's on the streets. He's surrounded. Um, <clears throat> grief comes out and says, "You know, I'm your only hope." Right. Baby down. Now we had a discussion where you thought. Um, if he had just turned over the baby, everything would have been all right. Oh yeah. But I, I, I still believe he was. You know, if he had done that, that they would have taken him out anyway, because you can't have somebody break the code, the guild code, right? I mean, there has right. to be some type of punishment. Um, well, I, mean, I don't know. I don't doubt that there would have been some type of punishment um, for Armando if if he had just, in fact, laid down Baby Yoda and said. All right, you win. You know, you got me outnumbered. Here's the asset. My bad. I don't think that grief would have just destroyed him right there on the spot. I think so. Man, I, I, again, and you the, have my to reason show that you was don't go against the guild. Like, he's very happy. Well, he makes him a lot of he money. He makes him a lot. But of you money. have to. But you you have to like set precedent. Like, yeah. You can't let that. Well, like think about think about like the mafia, right? Like you, if somebody does something like that in the mafia. You don't. You have to like make them make an example out of them usually, and that's how you keep your rule. Yeah, like, I, I mean it's you... getting in the weeds a little bit because we'll we'll uh, we'll never find out. You know, um, I mean Carga's still alive. Yeah. Um, which you know we'll we'll get to here in about thirty seconds. Yeah. Well, let's let's keep going because I want to get to four. Right. Um, and, and again, it, it's it's stinks that that recording is gone that we did the other week because we're kind of just rushing through this, but. Uh, you know, he jumps on the uh, the little speeder thing with the droid. Droid, you know, makes the droid drive him down. Everyone's shooting at him. Um, and then uh, we see him, you know, he's, he's taking some of them out. But uh, just to kind of, again, fast forward, we see a rocket come out of nowhere. Um, really kind of saves the day for him. And then the big reveal, all of a sudden. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Share, with the, give me share the, with the audience. Um, well, I haven't been paying attention, so I think you're talking about the part where all the Mandalorians yeah. come out to save the day, and every single one yeah. of them on a jetpack. Uh, on a jet yeah, pack. so they all yeah. come out with their jetpacks, you know, just lighting up the place, seeing their the rockets. You know, what was a little weird was seeing them shoot the rocket. They have to like you know do the bend over thing. Right. <laughs> I really catch that like the last time I watched it. I was like, man, this is kind of like an awkward way yeah. to have to shoot a rocket. Well, let me bend over and yeah. see where I need it to go. No, that's true. You'd think they'd have some type of like, homing thing on it or something. Yeah, but that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> if yeah, go back and watch episode three to that point and just like find the guy that has to bend over to shoot his rocket. It's just so awkward. It's a weird way to aim. <laughs> How are you looking? You're looking at your feet. <laughs> um, but... Uh, but it was really cool to see them all, uh, especially with the jetpacks and all. Yeah, I mean, I, look, and then, go ahead. I'm so, sorry. Thank you. Some of this yeah. show, I feel like, has is a little bit predictable. But that's and obviously, you know that Mando's yeah. going to get out of it. You know what I mean? Well, you, yeah, I didn't know how. Yeah. So I, that's one thing that that was not predictable to me was all of all them, them coming yeah, out, guns ablazing. I didn't see that yeah. one coming. Yeah, and then and so we saw Vizsla come out, you know, and 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 help him too. The one that he got in the fight with right. earlier in the Coven, Coven, Coven. I don't know. I don't know. And uh, <clears throat> but uh, so and they have a quick conversation there in the middle of the battle where Mando's like, 
you know, you guys, everybody came out now. Now you guys I think he says to... something about aggressive well, says... negotiations. What? It's from episode know, two, Attack of the I don't Clones. Understand. I just always hated that part in Attack of the Clones. Jedi are like falling down left and right, uh, and they're just joking back and forth. <laughs> we call it aggressive negotiation. Oh my gosh! But uh, so, anyways, um, he says, uh, "Get to your ship," land. and he says, "You guys are going to have to move the the coven now." So, right. because they're all exposed, and so that was the thing we talked about too, like. So think of the shock of these bounty hunters, because if only one ever came up at a time, which we joked about. They just lost their jobs. Yeah. yeah. Well, we didn't really understand how that worked either. Right. Like, how does that work? You take turns. I don't get yeah, that. But, uh, um, yeah, so now everyone came out. They are probably, like, shocked. Like, wow. Like, right. you know, they didn't know what to do. Yeah, growing I mean? in secret in a way. Yeah. And so, uh, but then you come find out they're going to have to leave the planet now or at least go somewhere else on the planet and you know, move their their camp, so to speak, or their coven, um, and 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 start over, I guess. Yeah. Uh, because they've been revealed. But this again, is the way. Get, this is the way. We right. get the tagline there. Yeah. Um, so he gets to his ship. Cargo's already there. Uh, you know, long story short, you know, takes him out. He he's saved by the best car in a right. shirt. Yeah, my um, one, you know, my one little nitpick of that was he seems like he's like a solid ten to twelve feet in the hole yeah. of the ship. And then, uh, oh, it's powerful. Man, not not other times he uses they don't he doesn't get they don't get knocked back fourteen feet through the air, mm-hmm. but he gets shot, knocked completely out of the back of the ship, yeah. and uh, you see that he's saved by his best guard. Um, and then so we talked about you know the awkward moment, not the awkward, oh, kind boy, of the cheesy yeah. moment where he flies off in yeah. the ship, and then he looks out, <laughs> and then flying next to him is is Vizla, which okay. But then do anything but a salute. Yeah, he gives the salute. Do the fist. Yeah. Give him the finger. Yeah, well, do, you know, I mean, it's it, the, it just it came off kind of cheesy and uh, but whatever. It is what it is. I, I just made the point to you is is you know when you do stuff like that though you take like real world stuff like a, a military salute which right. is just like the way we do it. It kind of takes you out of it a little bit. A little bit. And that's where I made the point of, you know, it's kind of like Last Jedi with Poe in the beginning. With the with the mama jokes. Yeah, with the mama yeah. jokes and being on hold, right. like, like talking about a phone almost. Yeah. Like, that kind of takes you out of it a little bit. You don't a little want bit, too yeah. much of that stuff. Um, but all in all, it was an awesome episode. It was. The, the scores. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you gave it a 9.4. Yep. And so I should say, episode one, you gave an 8.7. Episode two, you gave an 8.3. Episode three here, you no, gave no. a 9. No, no. Episode one, 8.7. Episode two. Oh, my bad. You got one three. was 8.7 for you. Two was 8.3. Three was 9.4 for right. you. I said one was an 8. Two was an 8. Original. Three was a 9.7. Man, that's a good score. Yeah, so I jumped her up there. We like three. Yeah, so let's. Jump into four. We're already All right. along here. Uh, okay, so before I get into episode four, and i got to move along, you're going to have to move your laptop because i got some pages to flip. Daddy did some research. You told me last week it is time that I do a breakdown of an episode, much like what you just did uh, unceremoniously yeah. for episode much three. Much better, much better. Um, so I took some notes. I took some notes, and i got to okay. find a new way how to break down an episode. But before I get into that, did you know that Man- the Mandalorian topped 
Stranger Things for U.S. streaming. I did not know it did. that. It did. It topped it. You should have it. led with that at the beginning of the episode. That's Nobody's listening now, and you could, at least could have got that out there. People right. would have enjoyed hearing well, that. Well, you can edit it back into the front, okay? <laughs> All right, so Chapter 4, uh, The Sanctuary, which it didn't really end up being a sanctuary. Uh, Yeah. You know, no. uh, there was Thought action was. almost well, immediately. That's what he's looking for as a sanctuary. Correct. Yeah. yeah, we got it. We got a planet name in this one, Sorgan. Yeah. Um, but we start off, and uh, as soon as we start off, is my first beef. Huh. Okay. So we have these krill swimming. I, I um, like that. I didn't have a problem with that necessarily. The krill and all the CGI there. Yeah. But when you. No, those were real. <laughs> <laughs> but then when you pan up. Okay. Like, the water's not, like, this Caribbean blue clear. It's well, the, like a mud puddle. Well, no, but the krill were blue, not the water. The water was extremely clear. Oh, underneath. Yeah, underneath looking. it yeah, when you're okay. looking at it. All right, so it's All right special effects, one. faux pas for uh, you. Let right? me just say that this episode is not going to be in the nines. <laughs> okay? <laughs> um, all right, so this, you know, we have this village. And you're going to have to jump in here, okay? Um, but... Uh, and they're, you know, look peaceful. Uh, th- there's not a lot of technology there, although we yeah, do see, see the, the one droid. A droid there. Um, I, I was okay with the village. It, you know, um, I like the idea of like it looked cool. Like, you know, they did a couple shots from above, yeah. and there's so many of these little little krill. They're krill farmers. You know, yeah. yeah. I, I really thank you, Brian. I well, know. I, <laughs> you know, but it but I'm it vis- visually looked yeah. pretty neat. Um, but they've got a problem. And they're getting, (laughs) they got a problem. They're getting bullied by the, I think it's pronounced Clatoonian, Clatonians. Yeah. I had it on, uh, I had it for, I watched it a couple of times. One of the times I had it on, uh, what do you call that? Closed caption? Yeah. And uh, it's something that's, that's like right. that. That's right. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it is, it is Clatonian. I looked it up. We've seen them before. Did you know that? That, uh, that species? Tell me. I asked you something. Did you know that? <laughs> Did you know we've seen them before? I thought I we saw. I thought I heard something where they were in. Uh, were they in Clone Wars? I think they were in a couple episodes of Clone Wars, but I believe they're also in Return of the Jedi. There, they are. There's one of them, or maybe a couple of them, that's on the uh, barge in Return of the Jedi. Okay. But th- you know, this guy looked a little bit different to me. Had like a Lord of the Rings vibe to me. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. That they looked yeah. like orcs. This this one looked like a dog. It looked like a like a bulldog, like a pit bull. Yeah. And it, I, I mean, it is what it is, right? Um, <laughs> we see, you know, the villagers are all being peaceful. They're yeah. they're, you know, basketing out their krill. There's the little girl. She's chasing a frog. Lasers start going off. These Clatoonians come in. Beef number two. Okay. The little girl is, you know, out there chasing this frog, hopping around. And her mom's looking at her, laughing, smiling. Oh, what peacefulness we live in here. And then everyone starts running because she just, the, she just there. sits there. Yeah. She's like 13 years old, yeah. well, screaming, Mommy, Mommy. <laughs> you don't know she's 13. She she's 13. 11, teen, at least. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, I get it. How, how does her Why does her legs not you gotta work? Gotta always have the why child. Why don't you start danger? running? She, she's in. She's in. She's shock. just sitting there. She's so afraid. She Every can't other move. kid. Knew what to do. No, I know. This my is kid, not the first time my kid they. He's a spider. He's like running outside, taking his clothes off. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I thought that was a little bit odd. There was some new music there, um, but anyway, the Clatonians, Clatonians come and they, the mom picks up the daughter. They go into the water, hide underneath the basket. Yeah. Um, 
Next, we move on to Mando, and he's uh he's in his Razor Crest. Yeah, yeah, and I, I thought that was a cool moment there that we had. Um, with the flipping the switches. Yeah, with flipping the switches. <laughs> Did um, you see the uh, meme yet where it's? Like the baby Yoda, when he's flipping the switches, he's turning on the radio stations yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was I thought that was a pretty cool back and forth that they had there. Uh, <laughs> and, and what I really liked about it, too, is he wasn't just, like, flipping the switch and nothing happened. Like, you hear yeah, something. Yeah, you hear, on, like, yeah. rumbling. You see the I ship shaking. Like, I assumed it was, like, on the one, like, it was dumping, like, the poo, like, out, you know. Could be. No? Yeah, he tells him to stop touching things. Um, I thought that was funny. Yeah, I thought that was funny, too. <laughs> and he, he kind of looks back at him. and uh, it's about my poo comment. Oh, yeah, it wasn't. He, uh, <laughs> Baby Yoda kind of looks back at Mando as yeah. he's reaching he like his the, little yeah, finger yeah, yeah, even yeah. closer and closer. Like, like what I'm like fixing to do, kid. what's like, going to happen. Yeah, do, it yeah. was. Um, you know, he, he does a little bit of research on this planet that he finds. And one thing that I thought that was interesting, there's no starports. There's like, doesn't seem yeah. to be any high populations, right. high technology. So, he you know, he seems to think that that's a good place for them to lay low for a couple months. And we get a, uh, what does he call him there? Did you pick that up? What yeah, does he call uh, Baby Yoda? Womperat. Womperat, yep. yep. What did you think about the... Um, him calling him a Womperat? No, no, I'm, I'm okay fixing to it. get into it. They, they land... Um, yeah. You know, he tries to get Baby Yoda to stay in the ship, and that's not happening. He comes yeah. with him. They go into the restaurant. Yeah. You see the ramen noodles getting made there. <laughs> yeah, it looked like spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, we notice Cara Dune sitting yeah. alone at the table. Right. The exchange between the waitress and yeah. Armando. I know you had a problem with that. I did. She. Um, let me say that, too. Like, I, I, was, I mean, you know, he keeps giving her the – the credits right. or whatever. They don't use credits or whatever they're using. Um, but she didn't give him, like, any info. I think he was trying to get info. Like, he, I mean, we you know, he said, right. she initially she said, like, I don't, I don't really know anything about it, yeah. you know. And then, you know, he, he, he gave through some extra credits down on the table. So we were saying that he did that in hopes of getting more, and it, it was more like, More information on Cara. There was still yeah. none, yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, it just was... I thought it was awkward. Well, she it, just it, took down Avenger or whatever she said. Remember she says? I, I didn't know what that lady was saying. You know, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to insult the performance of that actress. Yeah. But to me, that scene just was not, I mean, it just didn't seem well performed really on her part. Yeah. And then I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I've never been in a movie, but I feel like if the person that you're acting with is stinking up the joint, it's going to maybe affect your performance a little bit as well. So I didn't care for really any of that well, back and obviously forth. Obviously, they're happy with it though because they 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 kept it in. They kept her, and you know. But yeah, it 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 just it didn't play as it, well. It, this, yeah. You know what it felt like to me a little bit. Yeah. It, when you were just talking about the mithril. No, 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 no. When you were just talking about um, how when real they did world. the salute, yeah, yeah. that came it, off it, a little she, too absolutely. real world for you. Absolutely, yeah, like I'll throw that. in some extra whatever whatever that word is she yeah, used I there. I just didn't care for really any of that back and forth. Yeah. Um, whatsoever. It just, it just, it just fell, felt weird Flat to me. Yeah. 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 Right, um, but yeah, he's trying to figure out where, you know, where Kara came from. Yeah. Um, next thing you know, he looks up and she's gone. She's no longer at the table. Yeah. So I had a conversation, I think with my wife, I don't think it was with you about, about that. She was kind of confused. Like, well, who was she? And so on and so forth. I know we'll get who to that. Kara is? Yeah. Um, but he's like, you know, well, why did she... You know, why did he, why was he worried about it? And I said, well, look, you know, he walks in here and she's 
stuck out like a sure, sore thumb right. because she didn't belong. Everyone else obviously belonged in the area, or, you know what I mean? But like she didn't belong, so his thoughts are this is this could either be a bounty. You would assume his thoughts are she's this is either a bounty hunter um, who's out to get me or the kid or whatever, or it's just somebody obviously that I have to to worry about here because she does not belong. You know, right. a soldier, uh, maybe not, but usually you know people that or like him could recognize somebody else that's a threat as well. Yeah. That's what he's yeah, just you know, right? and she was kind of eyeing him down when they walked yeah, in as for well, sure, you right. know. Um, but he goes outside to kind of track her down. He throws some yeah. money well, at the waitress lady. The, uh, uses the uh, See what that says right there? Sees footprints, heat vision. Yeah. So please don't get ahead of uses me. Uses his HUD and his helmet. Yeah, yeah, to see her footprints. Right. What did you think about the little fight? Um It was okay. I didn't have a problem with the choreography. I thought it was a really aggressive fight. They pulled the guns on each other. We just established. Well, that if you they... notice, you know what I noticed when they were fighting. I mean, it felt like, and I have to go back and watch. I mean, she definitely hits him, and she has. I'm pretty sure she has like metal on her knuckles or something. She has to because yeah. she landed because a you couple. could hear it. Yeah, but because uh, otherwise it'd be like it's like football. Like, why do they f- punch each other in their helmets? Right. Like, I don't understand that. But uh, um, but if you notice, like he never really hit her i felt like no definitely he got, didn't hit I, her in the face no he got her he got her a couple good times like in the stomach where she kind of you know bellied watch, over definitely didn't like she hit him in the face but they it's almost like they probably had that discussion like well i mean we can't have him hit her in the face uh, i think? don't know because she's a you know she's a woman I don't know. She's and pretty beefy for a gal. Up. So, you know. How dare you? Let me tell you that. That's How why she's there. You? I thought I thought it was refreshing that they had, they didn't have some like 98 year, 98 pound gal kicking his butt because that's yeah. just not, you know, oh, that's just not possible. Right. She's a soldier. But yeah, she's it, kind the, of fight, the fight though ended. Kind ridiculous. Of... <laughs> just ridiculous. I mean, it was a funny moment seeing. It wasn't. Seeing it, was baby, funny... it was funny it... seeing Baby Yoda sitting there. Standing but when, there. But yeah, they had the guns pointed and she's like, you want, you know, he's yeah, like, you he want says, some soup? you want some soup? Like, okay. and, and then I was like, I was thought to myself, well, maybe they know each other, no, and they, yeah. but they don't. Right. So why, at that point, what made them realize, all right, you're not an enemy? I, I watched this, I watched this scene back really specifically a few yeah. times to try to figure out, well, why did they stop fighting? And not yeah. only just stop fighting, let's go have lunch together, right? You know, um, you know, before this, we saw, you know, something that we saw was Mando wasn't going to eat. You know, you know, he was just going to have, you know, broth for the uh, for baby Yoda. Um, we get some Kara uh, Kara backstory, which uh, she said she was mopping up after Endor. Thought that was really cool. Mentioned some ex Imperial warlords, yeah. which again, I we're getting that backstory there. Yeah, well, I didn't get that. Imperials, like I M P S. Oh, okay, Imps. all right. I thought it was kind of cool. I was thinking like a midget or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she talked that she got out because it just kind of got it started getting a little bit too political, and she right. really became more of a bodyguard peacekeeper instead of a instead of a soldier. And she went into an early retirement. Um, so at this point, they realize this planet's not big enough for the two of us, and you know someone has to move on. Um, he gets back to his ship to do some repairs. This is where we get the villagers, the two the two guys from uh, you know from the village. Who just got raided by the pit bulls? Yeah. Kind of approach him, right. and uh, they knew about the Mandalorians. They recognize the armor. Um, he doesn't want to go with them. It's not enough money, but finds out that this this village is in the middle of nowhere, and that's an that is enticing him. to yeah, him. Sure. I thought again. I thought that was some not great acting there. 
I, I didn't I didn't think that those guys just kind of the back and forth maybe I don't I don't think it was the dialogue I just think the way it was the way it was the way they presented the dialogue that that I it just was kind of hollow yeah. to me I just wasn't into it it just felt a little bit forced it felt Can like I they, tell you have you ever seen I'm sure you have I would hope you have have you seen the movie The Three Amigos? Yeah, it's been a long time. This episode, and if you go back and you watch Three Amigos, which is a good watch, mm-hmm. so it had some Three Amigos vibe to it. Well, both of those actors, those two guys from the village that are kind of like bumbling idiots, yeah. why in the world they sent these two guys to get yeah, help? Uh, to introduce you to them. But, but you know, in Three Amigos, you have this village that's getting harassed by... You know, the area bully mm-hmm. uh, or gang. And then, you know, you have people, you know, go off to get the three amigos to come help. And, right. And so, well, yeah, go ahead. Even like, and we we're not there yet, but even like the end of it, the way, the way it ended, dude, I had like three amigos, like theme song in my head. Yeah. Like, and we'll, we'll get there. But. Well, I mean, this, no, I mean, and we, we can talk about it. this episode is an exact uh, replica of. Uh, the Seven Samurais, Magnificent Seven, not so much the new one with Chris yeah. Pratt and Denzel Washington, but the old one that I love with Yul Brenner and Steve McQueen. Nobody knows who those people are, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, it is exactly the same. Poor villagers getting bullied, go to get a bounty hunter, don't have enough money, bounty hunter saves the day, trains the villagers. It is the exact yeah. same layout. as them. And, and in fact, there's an episode of Attack of the Clones uh, not not so not attack the episode of Clone Wars yeah, that is they, this exact same layout. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, he he um, he's going to go back to the village to help him out because you know, frankly, it's not the, so much the money; it's the yeah, privacy right. and the, the quiet area. Well, he area. uses the money to 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 entice Kara, Kara right to come with. And I thought again, I thought that was another silly part. Did you notice how she pulls the gun on him? Right, she doesn't pull the gun on him until the money hits the ground right in front of her. He walked all the way up to her, pulled the money out of his pocket, threw it on the ground, and then she's supposed to look like some bad hiney soldier when she wakes up when it yeah. hits the ground right in front of her. Bothered me. So you're saying she she would have been dead if it was a real situation? I mean, without a doubt, he yeah. was standing right in front of her, pulling money out of his <laughs> right. pocket. We're just picking this one apart. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, I'm fine. sorry. Yeah. He, yeah. Um, so he gets to the village. There's lots of kids running around everywhere. Right. They love Baby Yoda. Yeah, just course. absolutely yeah. love that thing. Who um, You know, Mando ends up staying with the lady and their, you know, and the daughter. And there's some good dialogue between uh, between her, him and this widowed lady yeah. and uh who, who originally had kind of saved her uh legless daughter uh originally um let's see um go ahead brian jump in well no i say i don't know if you're getting to it later or not but you know they have conversations about the helmet and um, yeah, well, she you, noticed that he didn't eat, I guess, earlier, yeah, so, so you she need brings to eat. him some Do food. Do you ever take the helmet off? And uh, Well, she asked, yeah, how long off? has it been he, since you've uh, he's, he's like taken yesterday. that off? Right. Which, yeah, that yeah, makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. We say in front of people, and, and he says when I was their age, so the kids, so probably like 10 years old right. or, or maybe even a little younger. Well, what I thought was weird, though, is though I know what you're fixing to say. He it's takes it right off. There. He takes it off like in and like yep. in the window. Just look up. That's what I had to do. 
<laughs> it's it's been. Let's see. We figure Mando's I mean, I would maybe he's in, in his, his shadow or something. Maybe but... you know. And again, I went through that one a couple times because yeah, I'm really like... not trying to poke a bunch of holes right, in this one. Yeah. But they weren't that far away. No, they were maybe ten or fifteen right yards. So unless it had like a. Um, you know, like a overhang or yeah. something that was out of shot because it was kind of we see him really from the waist up yeah. with laying the helmet down. I mean, they're right there. Right. Baby Yoda, the widowed lady that he's yeah. staying with, and like a dozen kids. Yeah. They just had to look back. You don't think he could take it off in front of Baby Yoda? I don't think he, he he's not. going to. Not. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, he you know takes off his helmet there and eats. Um, so Kara and Mando then go out to. Uh, Kind of find out what's going on. Who are these raiders that are attacking the village? And they find an ATSD. Yeah, but um, you know, let's. Did I miss something? No. Well, no. I I did notice when they go to the camp that um, oh, they go they go back after. Right. They no. go back. They go go to the village twice. Well, no, I take that. Oh, back. They right, don't right, go right. to the village. They go they out find and find the ATST. They find the They find the tracks. Yeah, he right. notices the, the yeah, limbs so, being shredded. So and, they go back to the village. Right. And that, we're going to bring that up. What he says to the to the villagers. I, I can't remember. I didn't write <laughs> that part down, but I thought it was really they, good. They, they see the 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 uh, tracks, and they go back to the villagers. They, it's a, they shoot to that scene. He's like, "Got bad news. Yeah. He, everybody has to move." Yeah. <laughs> And no, she's it was. like, ah, oh, good, great bedside man. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, no, I thought I thought yeah. that part was really good. <laughs> he was just so blunt. Yeah. Bad news. Everyone has to move. Right. And I thought it was really cool too that they were like, you know, I mean, they didn't want to go anywhere. You know, right. that you know, right. one of them had said like, my grandfather yeah. planted these. So I thought sure. that was some cool backstory of the village yeah. and a little bit about them. Cara right. um, mentioned that there's nothing on this planet that can d- destroy the legs of an ATST, yeah. which took me back a little bit to. I know they're not ATSTs in Empire Strikes Back. But, you know, on Empire Strikes Back, they have this that one weapon that they're kind of charging on Hoth to, you know, it's, it's like a big, pretty, you know, it's a pretty big cannon type thing. And there, it looks like they're charging it to fire and it hits the ATAT's legs and just does absolutely nothing. Like nothing whatsoever. Talking about the thing that looks like the old school, like Colgate toothpaste dispensers? No, no, I don't, I don't, no, no, I don't think so. Um, I thought it looked more like a like one of the old um, antennas, the oval looking. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, circular. it's like on top of it. They're like on top of it with that. Maybe it's like a big tower kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, the legs. Nothing on this planet that can destroy the legs. And they decide that uh, they're gonna train the villagers um, to to fight, and that yeah. the plan is to get the ATST to. Uh, now let me ask you. Go when they were when they were widowing the uh the wood did you at first have a worry that they were going to do like the ewoks and have like i always started to think like oh man they're gonna like like do the ewoks here they're gonna have like logs come and smash the head of this yeah thing. yeah it was it was because it, it i did but it, i think it was pretty brief but right away that yeah it was yeah, right away then they showed about, up using gonna, it as a barricade right and, we're gonna dig this hole so on and so forth and, and yeah. again dude like how can you not jab a stick correctly yeah how do you i understand part, that yeah. you're a villager right. but you probably swung a hoe before yeah uh, how do you, and he's doing it the one of them's doing it the wrong way, yeah. and then you got the lady crack shot, just bullseye. Yeah, everything well, so that's right. important though. So that's that's the uh, the lady that's kind of you know, um, starts to build a relationship with Mando, and so the question would be, okay, well, if you guys are farmers, how did she learn to shoot? So she right. has a story. 
Because she's not only can she shoot or she shot before, she's actually pretty good. I don't know if I want to hear that backstory. She was interesting. Now you talk about now we didn't talk about Cara Dune. Well, okay, you know, so she, it's, inter- it's she interesting that, that she's a widow. Well, hang on. The waitress was not that good of a character, or not very not very well portrayed at least. The right. very least we talked about on the phone, Cara Dune. Well, she. It, she it wasn't that great. Yeah, it was a little bland. Her yeah. performance initially, when she was kind of explaining what they were doing, yeah. or her, her her backstory, which yeah. I liked the dialogue. I liked getting the backstory, just her delivery of it. But I said to you, I thought the 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 widow was actually had a better performance than I I, Cara I, Dune. I well, see, Cara Dune grew on me through. I thought yeah. she really kind of grew into that role a little bit as the show went on. Yeah. The widow, I mean, just from a performance standpoint, she uh, was okay. I, yeah, I, I thought know, she I, was a stronger I, actress, but uh, but but there's 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 a backstory there that we don't have. Probably, she, yeah. You know, you don't just pick up a gun and start shooting like that. So, uh, Car and Mando go out to then lure out the uh, Cladunians and the ATST yeah. to try to get get them to come to the village. We have yeah. a real, a, I thought a good fight scene there yeah. where they so did some good teamwork. That's team where up. I was going to stop at first. When they, they come to the camp, I don't know if you noticed, I didn't notice the, like the second time I watched, they're sitting around the fire drinking those drinks. Yeah. If you notice, they're that, like, like neon. They're super blue. Yeah. Well, then I started to think, oh. like, I wonder if that's, if they make like krill juice out of that too. That could be. You know? But then but I don't know what those tubs were right. inside the tent. I, at first, either. I thought those were maybe that's what they were doing with the krill, and they were going to sell them. Yeah. But then you know they ended up blowing everything but that's up. St- that stuff they were drinking was like the exact same blue as the krills. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I just I thought know. that maybe was it's interesting. just something on this planet. Yeah. Who knows? Because even the villagers were yeah. all de- dressed in that type of yeah. color as but well. So yeah, he sticks the uh, the detonator. That in sound there. effect there. Did you notice that sound effect? Because I did. Well, I heard it for sure. Okay. I didn't, I didn't say. Heard it. He said I noticed it. No, so well, did you notice it. anything special about no, it? No, I didn't pick up. Was it's, it a reference or something? No, no. It's and it, This could be me losing my mind. It's yeah. a strong possibility. Oh, that sound effect is from something. That That's from something. I'm sure And it I'm is. sure it's from I think it's from something Star Wars. <laughs> I have no clue. You got to do me a favor and go back and listen to that. Can you make it again so I know what to listen for? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> but anyway, it's a good, you know, good kind of back and forth there. They, we see the ATST. You know, they, they, All right, mission so this accomplished. is where this is where I start to have a question. Uh oh. Right. So I mean, we fast. You know, they 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 blow up the tent and everybody comes looking for them. Right? The the machine activates. Now, again, I don't read the comics. I've read some of the comics. I've not read all of them. Don't read Not the a fan. books. Um, I played some of the games, but I don't know if I remember every little detail. I don't watch the Clone Wars, um, or I haven't. I've seen Rebels. I don't remember seeing uh, ATSD with like the red lights yeah. or eyes. And then the other thing that was unclear to me, like, was it unmanned? No, I don't believe so. Because it, it, the way it came off was like it was its own thing. You know what I mean? Like, kind of had a mind of its own. Yeah, and then okay, so when and we we'll get to there, but when it crashes or whatever, like usually at that point, like somebody's jumping out. Um. Well, but I think what happened, or when she shoots the eye, even or inside. Well, I th- my, my like, I thought she hit somebody. She hit whoever the not, co-pilot well, the is. The thing that's... acted like it got mad. Oh, I say I didn't notice that. Yeah, no. I don't know. Maybe. 
and and so and maybe maybe this is something that's there. Maybe well, it's like on autopilot or yeah, something. Yeah, it could or, be. But I, I thought that the ATST was really cool. I didn't have a problem with the red eyes. I initially noticed. Well, I didn't that's have a weird. problem with it. I just never seen it. But before. it was much more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Punishing looking. Oh yeah. Than, well, it was like well worn. Yeah. Then yeah, which, well, no, no, which no. added to it. Yeah, I don't mean like battle worn. Oh, I mean yeah, like no. it was much more. Uh, Menacing is the word. I guess I'm kind of trying. Not, not just the red eyes, but just the way they kind of talked about it as well. Well, yeah, you kind of feared it, this thing. I mean, right. they were they were trying to book book it, and get out, out of there. Yeah, yeah. And, and Kara uh, says, you know, "I've seen this thing take, take out a, a little handful of yeah sharpshooter lady and a few sticks." sticks. Um, but anyway, <laughs> and again, it stops. You know, the, the the idea is to draw it out and to get it to go yeah. into the like the tunnel that they dug or whatever. Yeah, right fall there, fall into the hole. And it somehow and of this kind of goes right back. To, it starts right on the edge. Very predictable. Yeah. You know, it even like looks down at one point with this its light on, like, yeah. and, and like notices it there. And then it kind of looks up at the villagers. Mando says something about get down, get down. Yeah. Nobody got down. They just stood there. The two <laughs> the two buffoons yeah. that uh, originally come to get Mando that don't know how to jab a stick are just standing there. Not only while the, while the light is on them, after Mando said get down, and it's not like they don't have something to get behind. There's like a barrier they created in front of them. They could just simply duck behind it. Yeah. And then even after it shoots, they don't get down until after the explosion goes off behind them. It's like that. focusing, aiming. I got to credit to my wife for that one. It's like focusing, aiming. I feel like you can see the little two guns on it moving down at them. It fires... And then, in, and when the when it goes off behind them is when they're like, oh, they get down and are all worried. Yeah. Little things like this. Is this because you're a redneck and so you feel like maybe they're attacking like, like farming like redneck life or? Yeah, and I also didn't like how uh, the sharpshooter lady, <laughs> you know, when the so the ATSTs, you know, shooting yeah. at them and then the the raiders actually start to come as well. Yeah. She has to order them. You know, well, of course. She, get well, get out there. Get out there yeah. cuz they just don't know what to do. Now to their credit. Well, she's the leader. She seems to be like kind yeah, of the leader. Yeah. She's the, the one who originally there. says yeah. we're not going anywhere. Right. Yeah. You know. But to, to to these two buffoons credit, they do act actually take out like the head guy it seems like. All right, so let's get to one of the dumbest parts. Cara Dune said, you know, decides to run up there and draw the thing out. Yeah, I'd have wrong with that. You didn't like that? She runs out there, gets in the little pond or whatever. Right. And it's like well, before that, I don't, want, I don't want you to lose your train of thought. Did you notice that she called his rifle something? Yes, she did. Pulse rifle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But he just hands that over. Yeah, which was a little, that was a little surprising because, you know, in episode two, is, right. you know, the weapons are their religion. Right. But whatever, I guess when you're in a time of war, maybe that stuff goes out the window. Possibly. Um, but, uh, but no, she runs, she gets in the pond to try to draw the thing out. Yeah, she's, you know, but, do you have a plan? I think so. But that's your plan, though, to right. run out, and then and then like all the thing has to do, like you don't even have to aim, just like shoot, like just shoot, like you don't have to. What do you have to get closer for? Like it was getting close. Like I have to get, right. I have to get closer yeah, to I be able to shoot. Saying. Like, well, there was no reason for it to move. It could have stood where it was the whole time and just lit the whole thing up, beep, 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 the whole thing. Right. Like so, it was like. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, not very well done. And I, again, doesn't mean I don't. I, didn't, I don't. I didn't like the episode. It was just not the story. In this was not well thought out. Um. Yeah. See, I think the. Um, I agree with you. I. I 
well, this is my thing. I think the story was actually pretty good. It's just these little kind of pieces of the plot. It's a plot hole. If know? I had been in that little group there where we're coming up with this next story, I would have said, hang on. I just The issue I see well, here. Well, maybe like throw some dynamite or something at the ground in front of it. You know, something like that. Or, or he had detonators. a detonator. I don't know. It just and, and who knows? You know, maybe maybe I, I'd have to watch it again. But maybe the ATS he had to kind of look down at her in the trench, and that's what caused her to be able to get an open shot into the the right eye or the hole or whatever. And and I I assume take out a one of the raiders that was sitting in there, uh, and then it you know it kind of stumbled, you know, went down, and then you know Mando runs in with the detonator, throws it in I think the other eye, and uh, it blows up. Yeah, so, well, no, I was after it fell. Then it finally steps in. Right. Falls. Yeah, you're right. Falls. And then, uh, and then he runs in and throws the detonator. I just, it didn't, look. I mean, if you or I were, you know, again, this is all, I understand we're talking about something that's not real in, in Star Wars as well. But, like, if you're yeah. in that thing, let's assume you're in a tank, right? Let's just compare it to a mm-hmm. situation and you're in an army tank. Right. What are you gonna do? Do you have to move closer? No. I mean, you just—they're—they're they're done. Like you just you have to move forward. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think that's what you know. If you if you go back and watch you know war movies and things like that, that's initially how they how the enemy would take out the tanks is they would go up, uh, place some type of device on the uh, not the wheels, but whatever, whatever you call the thing that goes around there. The treads. The treads. I don't think that's it either. It is treads. To, to like get it to fall off. Tracks? And then it would, yeah, maybe the tracks. And then it would be immobile. Okay. You know, open well, the hatch, throw a grenade down in there. So I, I feel like they kind of did the same thing here. I don't know. I didn't like it. But Jeez. whatever. I, I, I liked having Can't the Can't please scene. everybody. <laughs> whatever. You've been pooing <laughs> on this whole thing. Uh, next we go to a peaceful scene and I missed this the first couple times I watched it is he does say it's been a few weeks since yeah, so, there was a lot of action. So they've been here one for, thing that drove for a little while now. Bananas. Cause everything was fine the next day. No, yeah. Is that you everything thought, was very peaceful yeah. the next day. No, he's been there for a little while. Well, not just now. that, but like when you get to that relationship between the widow oh, and Mando, gotcha, I thought yeah. this was like the next day yeah. and like her obsession her infatuation, the little kids just just love for Baby Yoda and her uh, her deep sadness well, at the thought of it leaving. Can I challenge you on that? Let Even if it had, was only a day or two, okay, since since he'd been there, let's let's say it was, and not even a couple weeks. Number one, I mean, what kid's not going to love the little Yoda, right? I mean, come on, that's just. Yeah, it was the That's way that, it was the way the kids act and kids, uh, kids a, acted. They've and I, never I'm seen not, that thing, and it's no, no, cute. It was so just the so facial forth. expressions. The new, it was just very kitty. Right, very, but, very. And then kiddie. here's the other thing. As far I'm as I'm not trying to her, turn them into future Jake Lloyd's with their performance or anything. <laughs> as far as it was just her, too much. The widow with the Mando. I mean, look at what she's surrounded by. She's like the only one there that has showered. Everyone else is like stained and dirty and hasn't had a haircut. Now, great. And she's she doesn't even know what the guy looking. looks like underneath there. Big risk there. But <laughs> but she's just like, I can have this shiny thing here in yeah. front of me, or you know, Laurel and Hardy that were walking around with the spears the wrong way. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I wanna, it's not, 
not that hard of a choice. Right. You know, this guy's got money. He can protect me. Yeah. He looks good in the armor. I don't know what he looks like underneath, but he's got an awesome helmet. He could just keep on if we had to. You yeah. know what I mean? So, so, so it's believable. Yeah. Um, we see Baby Yoda eating the frog, and then he spits it out. So yeah. maybe he's learning how to be a little bit more uh, of a... I don't know, people person, I guess, you know. <laughs> um, Kara, at this point, asked him about the helmet as well yeah. um, and what would happen if you take it off. And and, and essentially he just said, you can't, you're, if I couldn't put it back on. done. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, you it, take no, it nothing off, would happen. They're not going to come get me, yeah. but I can't ever wear it again. Um, and, and, again, they he, they mentioned that they have to move on because just a little bit too much action happened there. And right, it's going to cause some, some attention. People are going to talk, yeah. you know, about what happened there and um, – and so sooner or later, somebody's going to come to see what's going on. Yeah, and his plan is to uh, leave Baby Yoda yeah. there with this widow who, yeah. who, who is a big fan of which, him. Which, you know, seems like, okay, that's probably a decent idea. So here's another one that bugged me, right? Because part of me thought, before we go into part of me thought, okay, well, maybe he is going to leave him there while I'm watching this. And then eventually he's going to have to come back for some reason. Like, you know, find out somebody's coming yeah. or, or something like that. So I thought maybe so, maybe we're going to get an episode away from Baby Yoda where he is going to stay there. Right. And Mando's going to go somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I didn't yeah. think that um, – I thought maybe this I could happen. When he was saying it, it's yeah. kind of the same thing. And, again, this goes back to the show. A lot of it is predictable, but some of it really isn't. Yeah. And maybe that's kind of what – you know, I heard somebody say, you know, maybe that's kind of what Rogue One has done to you because the ending of Rogue One I think was – a little bit unpredictable. Like no one saw, spoiler alert, everyone going down. So, you know, I... I you not to say spoiler. The Bays ruined it before the movie even came out. Oh, really? You didn't oh, know I that? I didn't know that, no. no. Like a press event. And, uh, you know, he's like, everyone dies or whatever. Like he said. Oh, I didn't it. know yeah. that. Yeah, I'm yeah, glad I didn't... Like a big I, thing. Yeah, I was, still, I was still surprised when oh, I saw okay, Rogue yeah. One and everybody died. But, um... Oh, I just totally lost my train I'm of thought. Sorry. Gosh darn it, Brian. Um, <laughs> so the other the other thing that kind of bugged me was we see the kids playing with Baby Yoda and all the krill, bouncing around, <laughs> jumping. Now, we know that the Raiders, here's my problem, right? If I don't love a Star Wars episode, and I didn't dislike this one. I really didn't. Yeah. Star Wars, and I was entertained by yeah. it, and I'm going to give it a decent rating. But but some of this stuff is really obvious, and when I when I when it starts off, and I kind of notice a couple things, then I have the tendency to continue to try to notice road, things. Yeah. And I thought to myself, well, this village is broke. These raiders stole their crop like a few weeks ago. They had no money to give Mando. Right, you yeah. know, this, everything yeah. in the village, everybody chipped the- in. This theoretically, is theoretically, as far as we know, they gave it all away. They yeah. said, this is all we have. They gave it now a Kara. And now we got a few krill yeah. back, and they're just playing with them on the floor. <laughs> playing, bouncing around on the ground. <laughs> Drove me like, what do you I didn't think that's, about that. That's money right there. <laughs> you got no krill. Harvest, I'm sure, doesn't happen like once a week, yeah. you know? know? And there's like a half a dozen krill. They're just kicking back and forth. <laughs> hey. I didn't think about that. Moving but, on. Yeah. Um <laughs> But the next scene was really good. Um, he's talking to the lady about Baby Yoda staying. Yeah. The lady, the widow lady's trying to get him to stay. Yeah. She starts to take yeah. off his helmet. It comes up a little bit. But he doesn't allow it to happen, Brian. Not today. Not today, lady, you widow. 
Um, <laughs> you widow. You widow. <laughs> he doesn't say that. He um, does tell Kara. Does he tell Kara or her this is the way? He tells somebody that. He tells her this is the way, yeah. um, the widow. Uh, uh, this is a few seasons ago. This is a, or a few scenes ago, uh, I yeah, believe. This is the way. We got to yeah. know this is the way, though. Um, and we see uh, another character approaching the village. He's got a fob in his hand. It's blinking. Um, I thought it was really interesting, you know, he, he, that he, I mean, we know what he's there for. We know yeah. he's either, we know he's, he's there for either for Mando or for baby Yoda. At the time, I wasn't thinking that he was there for Kara, although it's possible she's hiding out there for a reason as well. But even though I didn't, or even though I knew for sure that this, this bounty hunter was not going to pull the trigger on baby Yoda, it was something about seeing the crosshairs on baby yeah. Yoda and it kind of zooming in as well that um set made you a little unsettled it did yeah there you go good 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 verbiage there um and then we hear a shot fire which you know that was another thing I thought was weird because typically blaster shots aren't that loud and this one went off and everybody in the village heard it and there's birds flying away but all right whatever um, and I felt like Favreau did it to us again, kind of like he did with episode one and IG when we oh, see the blaster yeah, go off. Yeah. Cause you don't really know what happened. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he pulls the similar. trigger, you hear yeah, the sound yep. and you even caught. see the yeah. bounty hunter standing there and then he yeah. falls and Kara standing behind him. She took care of him. Sees the fob and, yep. and he destroys it. Um, and, uh, he, he said, we can't, you know, can't we can't stay. stay, you know, did we get another, uh, tagline there? Another saying? When Mando is saying goodbye to Kara, is it Kara or Kara? I keep. I don't know. Dune. Yeah. Uh, you know they do the whole you know. Right. Hand slap, hold your hand thing. It right. says until our paths cross. I don't know if that's going to be a tagline. They both say it. Until our paths cross. Until our paths cross. Uh, maybe. I, I don't think that's going to be one. I, look, I hope to see her again. She grew on me throughout She'll the episode. Be there. Yeah. You, you would know? think. You would think. Yeah. Now, do you think that, oh, but but so he's leaving, right? And they're all like like waving goodbye or whatever. Dude, that's where I got another like Three Amigos vibe. You have to, I got to do like put, a, and maybe, so Patreon, you know, maybe I put together like some little side-by-side scenes. Yeah. That really reminded me of Three Amigos. Even some of the music, oddly enough. Yeah, I didn't. Some of those I scenes, really like, didn't care for that kind of guitar, like the peaceful guitar yeah. music when things are at a calm in yeah. the village. I didn't really like that. It it, it didn't fit a whole lot. I just didn't right. care for it as just just a piece of music in general. Uh, but you get that when they're kind of saying their goodbyes. You know, he's. I, I think he's leaving on a droid operated ship again. Yeah, that yeah. same thing. So I He's guess that whole uh, that whole dislike for droids, droids well, that he I had in episode one option, is, you know. yeah, I'm sure you're but, right. But uh, um, he's going straight back to the Razor Crest. He says he's going to avoid the village and just kind of go straight there. Kara yeah. offers to come with him for for some protection. I, I assume she's staying. He's going. Yeah, yeah. But so, do you think that he will? Uh, I think he's going to come back to this planet again. I wouldn't be shocked. Excuse me. I wouldn't be shocked if. When when this whole storyline maybe wraps up, and there's gonna be a second season, so I'm not saying yeah, they're this filming season. now. But uh, I mean, you would imagine that that a couple things could happen. That maybe that could be a place where he goes and he settles down, right? Um, with this with the with the widow, um, <laughs> or 
you know, maybe something happens there and that really like I would sets prefer the latter. <laughs> I bet you I really would. would. <laughs> Those the yeah. two buffoons. I mean, again, I didn't dislike the widow that much. Yeah. I thought the performance was just okay. But there's more to her story that I think Sure. That's why I think we're gonna see. Well, her you know, again and again somehow. there's there's gotta be more to Kara's story as well. Oh, yeah. Kara Kara. She's not done. Yeah, yeah, what's she doing on this planet? You right. know, and, and early retirement. Right. She's still now, this was also pretty skilled. The first episode we've seen where um it didn't start out with um, Mando. Well, there was a lot less Mando in this episode. There, yeah. were, you know, there was a lot less. He had a lot more dialogue. Well, no, up until like so, the beginning, you know, we didn't have him at all. It was the village and the girl, and you know, getting uh, the frog and, mm-hmm. and the people coming yeah. raiding. Like, so this is the first time we didn't see. Like, we weren't following Mando. Like, this is the right. first time it's happened. Yeah, in you an saw episode. things from a from another character's yeah. kind but of. But I think point once he came in, though, it was pretty much him the majority of Somewhat. the time. I mean, I felt like you were you were um, relating to the villagers a lot more, and especially the widow. You were definitely seeing things more yeah. from other people's perspective. They didn't want to leave. This was their home. Um, you know, and again, you got some good stuff with Kewl. You know, I feel like in episode one and two, he was a pretty good character. Uh, but, yeah, this, this episode was definitely not Mando, as Mando heavy. And, and maybe that's why I didn't like it as much, because I liked Mando. You know, another thing, too, is Baby Baby Yoda is definitely less mysterious than what he was a couple episodes like, ago. And obviously, the because, already, or? No, no, no. I mean, I guess I kind of liked... I, I don't want it to... I don't want Baby Yoda and some of the cuteness of it to... To outshine Mando? No, no, not necessarily to outshine Mando. I don't want it to get laid on so thick that it kind of becomes less special. And I feel oh, like I in this it. episode, we got a lot of just, just like scene after scene after scene. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like that. And, yeah. and and I like Mando. We talked a couple episodes ago about kind of nice guy Mando and that code that he lives by. Yeah. This Mando in this episode just felt a little bit too much like Mr. Brady to me in a way. I liked the part, you know, that he that he had no couth really when he tells the villagers, "You're gonna have to go." Yeah. I liked that part. I mean, obviously he can still fight, but yeah, you know, you don't want he, him to see become Daddy Mando. No, I don't. And she, yeah. you know, the the late the widow calls him. You know, you can stay here with your boy. Kara yeah. mentions something about you know you don't want to stay here with that pretty lady and you know raise your son. Yeah, yeah, yeah you I know get I, it. this. I get yeah. It. So, All right, let's get to scores. Jacob, episode three, you gave a 9-4. What are you giving episode four, chapter uh, four? Yeah, we're not in the eights. Okay. We're not in the nines. Wow. Yeah. Um, my third time through it, I liked it more than my second My second time and my first time. Okay. Uh, 7.6. 7-6, yep. the lowest Score still a good score. Yeah, I mean, I, and I enjoyed it. Still I a did. good score. And he, ever, all the little things I, I kind of poked at are really all little things. Yeah. Um, the plot, the story, even though it was just as predictable as possible, especially if you've seen The Magnificent Seven a, a bunch of times, like I did. It's one of my favorite old western movies. It is exactly scene for scene like that movie. Yeah, and your, your reference is kind of Three Amigos, scene for scene. Well, I not, didn't, not so much scene for scene, but the same theme, yeah. kind of. I didn't have a problem with that that part of it. It just I feel like it kind of could have been done a little bit better. All right, so you went from eight point seven to eight point three to nine point four, now to seven point six. Okay, I'm going from eight to eight to nine point seven to 
7.4. Okay. 7.4. It's got, again, I enjoyed it. Not It wasn't bad, but when I compare it to the other ones, it just wasn't as good. And a lot of it, too. Like, if I could point to a, you know, and I thought about this on the way here. I'm like, what's the one thing that I could change? And I think it would be some of the acting performances. Especially that back and forth with the waitress. It, and that was kind of early on in the episode. Yeah. And then the two bumbling idiots from the village. They're back and forth with Mando at his ship. I didn't care for some of that. At one point, the guy's like, didn't you just hear me? You know, like it was just, I don't know. Um, the little kids. I like kids. All right. I, I got yeah, kids. You really have like a. It's just, they, it was just some of the. That they like something cute. Like, it was just the, they kind of were overacting. It was like Bryce Dallas Howard was there coaching them on more, bigger smile, bigger scared face, you know? And. Yeah. You're just not used to being around happy children? <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. <laughs> All right. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. A little long. You know, again, we had to catch up uh, because Jacob screwed up the last recording. That's not true. <laughs> I no, again, the, you know, Brian here told me the, the furor of podcasts that I need to contribute more. And, no, it was good. And I felt no, like I needed to do a play-by-play. You did, no, it was excellent. So I apologize, Brian. I enjoyed it immensely as, as well, I'm sure, everybody else did. I, I It went long because we had to do three and four in one episode here. So I apologize. But... Uh, I do appreciate you listening. We'll be back next week. Um, hopefully. Hopefully. Sorry. And now uh, we'll, we'll be back next week. Uh, we'll go over episode five and then get to some Star Wars news, which we've not been able to. Well, we did actually in the one that disappeared, but uh, we do want to get back to, to talking about some Star yeah, Wars Yeah, a lot news. of, I mean, a lot yeah, of I want Star to talk, Wars uh, news. I want to talk about Rise of Skywalker, too. All the um, new footage. Wow. Well, I don't want to talk about the, well, you know what? We'll save it for yeah, next Yeah, I'm week. saying we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, save it for next week. It's a teaser for I the have, next episode, Yeah, Brian. but I have an issue, and we'll, we'll talk about it next week. Um, all right. Until our paths cross. See you next week. There you go. One for each other and all for one. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, this, <laughs> that noises. sound did not come across like <laughs> no. I wanted it to. No. Uh. That's <laughs> the three brave amigos are we. This could be me losing my mind. It's yeah. a strong possibility. Yeah. A brave amigo.